always on a Sunday. Yes, it is. Sometimes on a Monday. Seldom, but occasionally. <laughs> but today we're going to get this in on a Sunday. Well, if we don't hurry, we won't. Oh my gosh, we've had such a fun weekend that it's like we got to get this episode in because we've just been so busy and we've had family time and we went out to dinner tonight and had a family birthday our great niece had a birthday. We were with the kids. Joe and M saw them earlier today. And on Friday, we were babysitting the kids. And we just had a family fun weekend. Yeah, we did. And it's great to see some family and not all be wearing masks and spend some time drinking coffee and just hanging out with people. And, so you know, nice. we're we're hopeful that we don't come down with something in a few days and It'll be a test case to see if we can manage to get into the endemic phase. And well, we could come down with anything because there's like other viruses and stuff. Yeah, that lots are of them, according to the news this morning. Yeah, there's all kinds of stuff going around. Yeah. Forget about COVID. I mean, COVID is one thing, but there's all this other stuff too. So, anyways, yeah. yeah. Well, there is something about today that I did not like, and that is this idea of daylight saving time. I have to be honest, I think it's horrifying. That we had to spring forward and I had to lose an hour. And so I thought to myself, why do we do this? You didn't lose an hour. I did. The clocks shifted. The clocks... And so we have a 23-hour day. Well, but we'll have a 25-hour day in the fall. I know, but doesn't really make up for it now when I have to get up for work tomorrow and I'm not adjusted. Like, to me, this should be done on a Friday night, not a Saturday night, because now I'm like wide awake, I'm not ready to go to bed, and then I'm going to suffer tomorrow when I have to get up. So it, it's like, anyways, I did some research today because I thought, whose idea was this? And of course, I'd heard this idea that, you know, at one point in time that it was Benjamin Franklin. And it turns out that that's really a myth. Yeah, it was something of a joke that Ben Franklin played on the French when he was the ambassador there. And he had what I would call a wicked sense of humor and a little bit of sarcasm, a little bit of um, jibing people. And the fun part is is that he wrote this satirical column trying to show the ridiculousness of French habits for getting up and being industrious and going to work like Americans did, still generally do. And um, somehow this got attributed to him as being it was his invention it was not really his invention it no. was his humor but not his invention yeah and so his basically his his article was about we should you know push we should spring the count we should spring the clock forward we'll save candles we'll have the cocks crow and we'll light off cannons to get the french out of bed to get to work because <laughs> yeah. in his mind they didn't keep any schedule in and his time in yes. his time yes. and in in his way of working and doing things they just they just were you know getting up whenever they want to and doing whatever they want there. And then that article that I read too, went on to say that the French, once they got the railroad, then they got onto like a regular time schedule. The railroad actually forced people to get in, onto a schedule because then you had to do things, you know, in a certain way. But the guy who actually came up with this daylight saving time was an entomologist who lived in New Zealand in 1910. And he you know, wanted to be able to go out and go bug hunting when there was daylight and stay out bug hunting all day. 
as long as there was daylight. So it was actually his idea, and he was the first person to propose it, and the country, the first country to adopt it was New Zealand, and then a couple of other countries since then, but really not that many. Canada, the U.S., U.K., you know, not that many countries really are into it. So, But I'm against it, and so there's 33 states right now that have legislation in progress, to get rid of it. And I didn't bother to look up and see if Michigan is one of them, but I hope we are. Um, but Hawaii and Arizona currently don't honor daylight savings time. And, you know, for many years, Indiana didn't either. Well, Indiana has some. But then some, they switched to Indiana has some it. counties that didn't do it and some that did. And... Yeah, but now they're all on to it. So we need to get rid of this daylight saving time. It's stupid. I just want to have regular standard time. So you say that this was actually invented. I said the by... word stupid. Okay. Like... It is stupid. So you say that this was invented by an entomologist? He actually proposed the idea of daylight saving time. Yeah, it was an entomologist, a bug hunter. So this is, I guess, a really accurate way to say why daylight saving time bugs you. <laughs> that isn't even funny. It's well, it, it would have been a half an hour ago. <laughs> See, you're now so you're laughing. Funny. Oh, my gosh. So tonight at dinner, I overheard you at the end of dinner because of where you were sitting. I heard you singing a song to the kids. What were you singing to the kids? Well, I was singing a song by the Smothers Brothers that my brother Dave and I learned from listening repeatedly to the Smothers Brothers comedy albums. And Tommy Smothers, the goofy one, sang this song. And, of course, he accompanied himself on the guitar. But the song went something like this. Oh, the slithery D, he crawled out of the sea. He may catch all the others, but he won't catch me. <laughs> no, he won't catch me, that silly old slithery dee. He may catch all the others, but he... <laughs> <laughs> and the kids loved it, especially the older one. And I think the third time she had me sing it, she was trying to sing along, so... I know I'm going to have to teach it to her. That's so funny. I didn't realize that was a Smother Brothers song. Yeah, it was a, only 40 seconds. You can do a YouTube search and get a recording of it. It was hilarious. The whole album was hilarious. And the theme of the Smothers Brothers, when they broke into national comedy fame, was this pseudo-argument between the mom always liked you better and that used to be a sort of catchphrase around our house. My brothers and I would constantly say that to each other if we were peeved about something or if we were trying to gently tease the other one. Not that we did a lot of gentle teasing. Usually it was pretty physical. That is funny, Denbo. Well, I hear the train in the background. Do you hear the train going by? Yeah, I love the train going by. I love that sound. I know we don't live all that close. Two blocks from the train track up here. 
right here. Well, wherever right? it is, it's not that far. No. But at least we're not right next to it where we'd feel the vibrations. Oh, yeah. But, you know, it's funny because, like, to live in Plymouth, you have to love trains. We only have two routes in and out of town, you know, where you don't get stuck by a train. But I love the sound of train because it lets me know that um, things are going like, you know, the factories are working and there's coal. Yeah, the economy's working. The economy's working. And when, you know, we had the downturn in the economy, you know, multiple times, you know, over the last few decades, but especially in 2006 and seven, those trains didn't go the way they are now. And so it's, it is nice to hear the trains going. Yeah. And uh, it's interesting to see the people who come up, show up, set up their cameras to take pictures of one train or another coming and going. And I used to be one of those rail fans, as they call themselves. My brother Dave introduced me to railroads, and he was really into it. He had a model train set up in the basement of my house in Midland, and I ended up building one when I lived in Chicago, but... But what do they do that they have to set up? Because I've seen people stopped on the side of the tracks with cam with tripods set up. What are they taking pictures of, the engine? They're taking a picture of the engine or the cars, or sometimes both. And sometimes these rail fans are trying to capture a train of a particular type, and then they can make a model of it to look just like the real-life train. They even try to put the smoke and the dirt with paintbrushes on these trains so that they look more realistic, even though they're, you know, really quite small by comparison. And uh, they'll do that with the rail cars. They'll even use special heat devices to make the plastic sides of the cars buckle a little bit as if they've been carrying some weight. So they really are just trying to make it look authentic. And the photos are their point of reference for how to make them look i was wondering because it's weird <gasps> so i've i've always oh, i shouldn't have had that bloody mary at dinner done <laughs> you're right yawning i'm tired sorry so, so the uh, rail fans also will sometimes take a picture of a particular set of buildings and they'll try to recreate that scene on their little railroad layout and uh, so it's always kind of fun to to know that people are appreciating it. And again, we don't live right next to the railroad tracks. Mm -mm. We might feel differently if we did. But um, I laughed a bit when I lived in Okemos. There were people who were really complaining about the noise from the train crossings because the trains would honk their horns and they wanted all the crossings to be changed so that the trains didn't have to honk their horns as they were approaching an intersection because it woke up the poor people who moved into subdivisions. The trains have been there for a hundred years, but somebody two or three years before put in a fancy house and paid a lot of money for it. And then they realized, oh, there's train tracks right here. There's going to be a train making noise. I can't stand that. So I just thought how ridiculous that was that people move to a house right next to the train tracks and then are angry because there's noise from the trains. Well, we have a train that goes through every night around 2.30 in the morning and it's it's like a lower tone and softer. But it it goes right up here, you know, across here on Junction 
and then he blows the horn, but he blows it real light, whoever it is, at 2.30 a.m., but the horn is still blowing, but it's just not like it is. Like, even now wasn't what they would do in the daytime, and I don't know what time is it now. 11.22. So, I mean, the, you heard the, it was kind of, it wasn't like the full-on Hong Kong that they would do during the day, but... Well, there's a train that is a what I would call a yard train. It's just moving cars around, and it's always around here. You don't hear it all the time when it's one of these trains that's making a lot of noise as it's going through intersection after intersection. You just hear it periodically for little short periods of time. And I see a train over there by their yard, and so I'm thinking it's one of those engines but it has a really interesting dual tone horn. And it's like a honk with a honk at the same time. So it's like two notes at once. So I'm sure somebody... Like this? Honk. Uh, uh. I like to make sound effects, but you, now today you're making sound effects. Well, we were talking about sound effects that were spelled a certain <laughs> way earlier. <laughs> I'm, oh, that? Oh, yeah, don't do that. That's I don't like that at all. I know exactly what you're talking about. You're talking about the fact that I don't like the word F-A-R-T, and I don't like it when people do that. And, you know, even people that live in my house with me, I just feel like you need to get up and go to the bathroom. Don't do it. Don't do it. It's disgusting. Just go to the bathroom. And I think, and I hearken back to the days when we were dating and you were a perfect gentleman <laughs> and you were so sweet you know and you never, you would never have done that. You know how you to make me You never would laugh. have done oh that in, to me. And now it's like, I don't know, you treat me like one of your sisters or brothers or whatever, but now it's like rip, rip, rip. And I'm like, what the hell are you doing right now? I know that you pushed that out. That was on purpose. And then you always laugh because I'll say that you pushed it out and, you, and, and you'll and and you say, no, you didn't push it out. It just had to come out. I'm thinking, oh my God, why are we even having this conversation? We're, we're like two grown adults that have been locked in the house for two years together. And for some reason, this didn't bother me before COVID, but now it does. Well, I might say... Not trying to defend myself. No, don't. I might say that someone else who lives in the household with me passes gas and claims that it's It smells accidental. like graham crappers and it's accidental. Yeah, you, exactly. You and it's are wonderful. stealing from me. That's my name. <laughs> I trademarked that. You used to say graham it crackers. smelled like graham crackers. That's what I said. It smells like graham crackers, which no, is a good you, smell. No, you said graham crappers, which I <laughs> I gave that name to you. <laughs> graham oh crappers is what we you really mean digress. So to there was say. this lady in Raleigh who got in trouble, and it was in the news this week. She has on her license plate the letters F-A-R-T. And the Department of Motor Vehicles caught up with her and basically said, hey, we got to get rid of that license plate. It's offensive. And she's like, no, no, like you can't. It's it's an assault. You know, it's a club that I belong to. Something to do like with the friends of um, the area of Raleigh Trails or something like that. And so she got the citation in the mail. And so she created this website. She got 500 people to sign up and basically say that, you know, they're members of this club, you know, they where were they, 
there were members of the FART club because they go on these trails in Raleigh. And of course it was a big ruse and the government figured it out and busted her anyway. So she should have she had, had to get a rid fifth of her. letter on there. <laughs> she should have like yeah. an S or. Yeah. So it could have been the F A R T S. And then she could just say, we're members of that society. The friends of Raleigh Trails Society, Raleigh area of Raleigh Trails, or something like that. Oh my God, it's kind of humorous. So, kind of humorous, unless you sniff one. <laughs> <laughs> Especially have you been eating spinach and egg yolks? <laughs> it sounds like an omelet. No, that sounds I, good. You know? Do you know what I, I would never eat? <laughs> What? I would never eat an omelet that smelled like that. You'd eat an omelet with spinach and egg yolks. I would, but yeah, I wouldn't exactly. eat one that smelled like spinach and... Never mind. I was going to say, it doesn't make any sense at all. You know that I hurt my hip last week helping you in the garage or helping you put that stupid stable away from our nativity scene I, because oh, i didn't yeah i i i went to lift up the one end because you told me not to you're like don't lift that and i said i can lift it and i did and i this hurt so bad i had to and take now some motor and paying the price well right here it's right here dunbo on the side and oh my god it hurts so bad so i had a pain last week from reaching back to shut off my new CPAP machine, or actually to plug in my new CPAP machine because somehow the plug had come out of the socket in the wall. And I was laying on my side and really stretching out to reach down low to the floor from my high up bed. Yeah. And strain myself. I had this really weird, very vertical pain in the right side where I bent down to get that, but I did digress. It go away? Did it go away? It eventually did, yes. Oh my God, you know what? What? This has nothing to do with the fact that it's my birthday week, but we're old because we're talking about our aches and pains. Oh God, no. This is a sign of being old. Where's my gun? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I got to put myself and you out of misery. Who's going to pull the trigger? I don't know. Not, uh, unbelievable. No, we need to reverse time. There you go. If I could turn back time. Now that's a share song. Yeah, it is not a share black song. is a color of my true love's hair. Or what was that other song you were that trying was to Smothers out? Brothers? Oh no! Oh, speaking of that was speaking of songs. Yeah, it's time for your errata. E R R A T A. Not to be confused with erotic. Right. You need to talk about your errata because you made an error last week. Well, yeah, for everybody who's listening, and right now it's just low end down us. Exactly. Last week, the question came up. I don't remember how Lois dragged this very controversial topic into our podcast, but you said something about a song by Diana Ross. And I said, oh, yeah, that was really terrible because she's singing this song about ain't no mountain high enough. And she's breaking up with the rest of the Supremes. And I was wrong. Let's just be really clear. I was really wrong about oh, that. Oh, you know what? You're you, I so know you love it when I say that. 
sexy when you tell me that you're wrong about something, Denbo. Well, I'm so happy you made a mistake. You're just like human. I am human. I make mistakes. And fortunately, I don't think that marrying you was a mistake. No, of course it wasn't. It's was the best decision of your life. Probably. But anyway, so let me just put this into context. So I made the comment that I love her version of it. And I said to you, I wasn't sure if when she did it, she was solo or if she was still at the Supremes. And you said that the Supremes had done it originally. But it turned out that in 1967, it was... Marvin Gaye and Tammy Terrell. Tammy Terrell. And yes. I hate their version of it. I, I hate I it. I like theirs better than Diana Ross's. You do? But it was not Diana Ross and the Supremes because it was after she broke up. The song I was thinking of is Someday We'll Be Together, which Someday I thought the irony. we'll be together. Yes, we will. Yes, we will. They were singing that. And I just thought it was ridiculous because she's broken up with them. And this song is on the radio about someday we'll be together. It's like, well, we're together right now while we're singing. Why do we need to sing about someday? What's wrong with right now? Well, yeah, she's, you know, she was moving on with her life. There's well, nothing wrong with that. I mean, the, anyway, so yeah, so you made a mistake and we're never going to forget it. I'm never going to forget it. <laughs> for your errata if i might i'd like to point out that a certain someone broke up with the temptations about the same time or better yet they broke up with him because he was being a drug addicted jerk and uh, sad to say it ended up being his demise the drug addiction um, he had a descent over a few years into uh, professional and who was health. that guy? That was, uh, oh yeah, now I can see his face just as clear as anything. But now that you put me on the spot, I'm not remembering yeah. his name. David Ruffin. Ruffin, thank you. A sad case of drugs and the destruction. And the Temptations did a song that was very much based on their feelings about David Ruffin, and it was called Superstar. And uh, very sad, very sad circumstances. He went downhill and was so, I think, drug addicted that he showed up at some of the concerts after they kicked him out of the group, trying to, you know, push his way in and sing with the rest of the group. And they already had a great replacement they had eddie kendricks who did some really magnificent high 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 harmonies and uh dennis edwards who did a lot of the lower notes stuff and just the combination of the temptations was always great some people think that with david ruffin in the group that it was their classic stage he really had a magnificent voice i mean a true gift from God, and it's sad what happened to him. Yes, well, there's been a lot of, not only him, but other artists as well that have suffered from alcohol and drug abuse and died way before their time. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. It's sad, but... Well, it's a hard Oh, my life God, honey, musicians. it's sad. I don't want to be sad. Okay, it so is... let's talk about something fun. I don't know. I don't know what to talk about. Um... I'm just ready to go to bed because, again, I can't stand this daylight saving thing. Well, 
let's say thank you to the guy from New Zealand who bugs us all. <laughs> who bugged us into having daylight saving. Yep, and I'm very appreciative of the fact that this construct of time is kind of artificial anyways. We have this man-made convention that it's got to be broken into 365 days. And every once in a while, we have to throw in an extra day. And every so often, we have to have a few extra minutes. But it's all relative. Um, keeping time is a huge part of why we succeed as a society, because we can agree to have a schedule for certain things that we're going to do together. And that's important for social events. I mean, and speaking of schedules, it is 11.35 and the train is going through Plymouth right on time. Did you hear it? Yeah. And it was soft. Yeah. Burp, burp. Yeah. Making a soft horn I, sound. I think that's the yard train going through. It could be. The 2.30 train is soft too. You got to love trains to live in Plymouth. Yeah, you do. And if you don't love trains, you don't want to move anywhere as close to the train tracks. <laughs> yeah. We live two blocks away. Well, And occasionally we get rail dust. Yeah. Now, uh, my dad used to have a sort of dad joke that when we'd cross our railroad tracks, he'd say, oh, a train's just been through here. And the first two or three times... Somebody in the family would say, where, where, where'd it go? He or says, well, look, know? there's his tracks. Yeah, I did that once to somebody. I said, oh, I can tell a train's been through here. And then you wait, and then the person goes, well, how do you know? Oh, there's the tracks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's kind of like the it cemetery jokes. Oh, yeah. My dad used to say that when we would go by. Well, my grandfather started it, uh, but he would say, um, people are dying to get in there. Yeah, well, that's why they put a fence around the cemetery. Yeah, people are dying to get in there. Yeah. Aw. And? And how many dead people are in there? How many people in there are dead? And then the answer to that was it's, all of them. It's, do you know how many people, how many dead people are in there? And yeah. it's all of them. Yeah, those are dumb dad jokes. Yeah. I'll never be in a cemetery, Denbo. You won't. Nope. Not even for a visit? No, I'm not going to be buried in one. I don't want that. I just want to be back to the dust. I want to be dust and back to the wind. All we are is dust in the wind. You know, that comes from the Bible. And I'm going to be All dust in the wind right back to the dust cosmos. dust in the wind. Yep. So... I th I think Just so you know that's what I want. So do you want me to dig a post hole? And no, pour no. your ashes no, in. No, I want to be at Sleeping Bear Dunes. Okay. State or national park, which yeah. you can get a memorial certificate. Yes. For scattering of ashes. Oh, good. And that it's free. I've already looked into it. That's what I want. So, so I want to be at Sleeping Bear Dunes, and I want to be literally dust in the wind. Good. You're going to be blowing up into the faces of all those people who come to the scenic overlook. No, I think I'm going to be to the, on the other side. Oh. I'm not going to be on the sand where that's, it comes upside. I'm going to be on the think. other side so that I blow into the woods. I see. 
So that's what a lot of people think about of death is going to the other side. I'm going to be on the other side. Okay. And I'm not coming back until I'm reincarnated into my next life. Oh, okay. I don't know if I'll come back as a bug or... I, I think people's souls go on to the cosmos and and that's the end of that. But there's a reason why... People put people in cemeteries, and it's not for the dead person; it's for the living person. And yeah. I just just don't think, you know what I mean? Like, I've one of the things. Okay, now that we're talking about this, because I wasn't planning on I was planning on going <laughs> to bed, but now that I'm talking about, this, so you know that movie Poltergeist? Yeah. So all that night scene where all that bad stuff happens, and yes, I remember the movie, the flood and the whatever, and the and the water, and all of a sudden the caskets start popping up out of the cemetery. That is the main reason why I don't want to be buried in a cemetery, because anything could happen. And, You're afraid and they'll make a movie I'm out of it. Afraid to know that the caskets can get unearthed. Oh, you know, and it's happened. It's happened along the coast of it has different places. It has, you know. I'll be dead. It doesn't matter to me. Well, yeah, but you don't want to have your body floating around in a casket somewhere. That's crap. So the best thing to do is just to get cremated and and let your dust go back to dust. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, that's what I'm going to do. I don't know what you're going to do. You're going to have to tell me what you want to do one of these days. You don't have to well, tell me now. But Presuming that I go first. Well, and you know what? You You might. You just might. I might. And if that happens, I'll be dead and I won't really care. All right. Well, then you're going to be cremated like me. What what my mother says is what I probably ought to say. And it doesn't matter what happens to my body here on Earth. What happens is where I spend eternity. Back at the cosmos. At with the my creator. At the beginning. You're going to be back at the beginning. At my creator. Right. And I'm not talking about my mom and dad. I know, honey. <laughs> You're so funny. Well, I was the first. <laughs> I know. You're the first baby of your family. Yeah. Oh. And my mom and dad kept trying. And finally, when they got to Jenna, they said, well. We've had we, the perfect child. We don't need to have any more. There you go. That's so cute. Well, they had six perfect kids. Yeah, for sure. Well, I think that's the end of our show for this week. I think it needs to be because I am totally wiped out from this day. We've saved so much daylight today. I'm exhausted. Yeah. Well, what are we going to do with that extra hour tomorrow? <sighs> I don't know. I'm going to try to <laughs> try to make up for it sometime during the week. But all right, honey, I love you. Kisses. I love you. Okay. Bye bye. <laughs>